Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode. I am your host, Nikki. I am a personal trainer and nutrition coach, and I am so glad you're here today. Before I get started, I just wanted to say, if you are enjoying my podcast, please take a second to leave a five-star review, a sentence or two. I would love to hear back from you guys. And don't forget, if you also follow me on Instagram, if you send me a screenshot of your review, I would love to enter you into my weekly giveaway for monthly packages to my members area, as well as little gift cards for coffee shops. (laughs) So please, if you have time and are enjoying things, do me a favor and leave that review. Today's topic is the nutrition cloud. And huh, people are going to go, what is this nutrition cloud you're talking about? And I want you to think about you know, those very picturesque clouds you see on, on a nice sunny day where the sky's blue, they're really big, they're super puffy, you know, they're, they kind of look like cotton candy where everything's just like, it's good. Hey, that's pretty. It's good. But when we start something new, when it comes to nutrition, whether it's a new diet, a new approach, we are kind of on this cloud. Think of it like a, a honeymoon phase of dieting. And this might be if you're making lifestyle changes or if you're just like, hey, you know what? For the next three weeks, the next six weeks, the next year, I am going with X and then insert whatever diet you are selecting. And this is the part where I see this with my clients, with my one-on-one nutrition clients. I see this all the time. We start something, we set goals and they're like, okay, great. I'm going to work on that. And they're like, oh, wow, I'm feeling great. I'm seeing progress. And then we kind of start to go, oh, huh, this feels really good. I could do this forever. But then as time goes on, what feels good starts to feel a little bit much. Feels perhaps a little unsustainable, a little bit too tough. And something that, well, isn't actually that perfect cloud anymore. And this is the reality of that initial honeymoon phase where you are so, when you start something new, it's that, oh my gosh, this is incredible. I mean, that's why they literally call that the honeymoon phase when you start dating someone, because everything is wonderful. You know, no one poops, you wake up with makeup on (laughs) and everything is just glorious. There's no fights. It's just romantic dinners and walks on the beach or whatever it is that you guys like. And that's not necessarily the reality of a long-term relationship. A long-term relationship takes work. It takes a lot of consistent effort, communication, reflection, and that's the same exact same approach that you're diet needs. And once again, I keep saying diet, but what I'm referring to is the way you choose to eat. So yes, there are some people that like, oh, there's a a keto diet, there's a paleo diet. But for people who are actually sticking to those lifelong, that's how they're choosing to eat forever. So I don't personally prescribe to one particular diet. I honor my cravings. I eat when I'm hungry. I prioritize protein and fruits and vegetables. And, you know, I just aim to do my best and prioritize more whole foods and processed foods. But that's, that's my diet. I don't 
eliminate or restrict anything. And the only foods that I don't include are foods that personally kind of upset my stomach or don't sit well or foods I just don't like. So what I want to really reiterate with this podcast is that when you try something new, it is so important to be reflective about how things are going. And this is why I asked my clients, I was like, Hey, how's it going? How are you feeling about things? Does this feel as good as it did in week one? And sometimes the answer is, you know what, now that you mention it, no, there's certain things where I thought I was doing this because I see this, people do this naturally where they have progress and they're like, oh, if I get a little bit more strict, if I do a little bit more, if I go a little bit further, I'm going to have even more progress. So I'm someone who, as a nutrition coach, I don't ever tell anyone you can't have that. But I say, try to be selective. If you want treats, if you want something calorie dense, be selective. Having it every day, maybe that's not very selective, but being like, hey, you know what? I have a craving for this. I'm going to go out of my way to get it. Honor that. And so this is the thing where sometimes people don't even necessarily realize, but they are restricting themselves. They're saying, oh, you know what? I'm going to wait till Saturday to have that ice cream, but it's Monday. And you're craving ice cream. And they're like, oh, it's fine. I can hold out till Saturday. I can wait. Look, I mean, I already lost two pounds. This is great. I'm just going to keep going and hold out for that. And this is kind of where that slippery slope starts to come in. And that restriction starts to creep back in. And this is why those check-ins are important. Because that, you know, nutrition cloud in this honeymoon phase is making you think that waiting till Saturday is fine. I can do it. Not a big deal. And you know what? Maybe you could wait till Saturday and and that's fine. But at the same time, I know from personal experience and I know when working with clients, especially those who have are recovering from, you know, struggling with eating disorders or binge eating or anything like that, having that in your mind where you're like, I can't have this till X day. And that day is several, like six days away can be really tough. It builds in to your mentality that I can't have this now. And if you're actually able to break that down and be like, I can have this, but you know what? I'm choosing to wait till tomorrow and see, you know, if I really want it or see if, huh, maybe I'm going to go out of my way and get something really special that I really like. Maybe I'm going to have to drive 15 minutes to get that ice cream, but I know it's going to be so delicious and so worth it. And for me, that's what I would choose to do. I will go out of my way to get a bag of chips. I will go out of my way to get a really good ice cream as opposed to just keeping a bunch in the freezer and overeating them or eating them because they're convenient, not necessarily because I want it. And I know I'm that person. If something is present, if something is physically in my periphery, I'm going to be like, ooh, ooh, that seems like a good idea to eat. And I might be eating that whether or not I'm hungry, whether or not I'm craving that. And so... That's a little bit of a tangent there, but I just really want to remind you that when you are creating lifestyle changes and you are trying to do something, it's very, very normal that what you do when you're starting out is not necessarily what you're going to be doing in six weeks. You need to make your lifestyle changes in such a way where it is your own. Because I know it's really easy to get caught up in what other people are doing. And I get all those emails where it's like, the celebrity diet, what their nutritionist is doing, their favorite meals, their meal plan. 
and yeah, you click on the link and you're like, oh, oh, so-and-so who looks really amazing, eats three meals a day, has one smoothie and whatever else it is. And then you try to replicate that and you try to convince yourself that this is the best way and this feels great. But by doing that mental check and of going, hey, ask yourself, how is this working? If you can do that, you are going to allow yourself that opportunity for growth, that opportunity to evolve and say, hey, you know what? This smoothie I'm forcing myself to have in the dead of winter isn't working for me. But you know what? It works really well in the summer. So why are you forcing it? You have to be able to evolve as you evolve, as your needs evolve. And I know I've talked about this in another podcast, but really taking the time to reflect on what is and what isn't working is crucial. There's nothing wrong with taking ideas or concepts from other people or from particular diets and utilizing them. If you've been paleo for, you know, six months and you're like, I love this aspect of it, but I don't love this aspect of it. If, if instead of throwing everything out that you've loved, why not make some changes so you have something, an approach that feels good to you? Now, I don't mean to pick on paleo or anything like that. I have nothing against uh, people who choose to do that and flourish and feel good, but I'm just using that as an example of, I know there are certain foods that if you are on paleo, you aren't including. And so this is where I'm like, make it your own, make it a lifestyle, make it sustainable because that's what's going to get you those results. That's what's going to keep you feeling good. It's what's going to prevent binges. It's going to make you feel like, Hey, you know what? This is actually something I can stick to long-term for life. And the results I get are also going to be lifelong because I'm not hopping on some nutrition fad and jumping off when I fail. So please take that time to ask yourself those questions. And I know it might seem a bit silly, but doing it regularly does help because that initial nutrition cloud is one where everything feels so good, but big picture, you know what? I can tell you from personal experience, how I eat now is very different than how I ate four and a half years ago. Because some of those things that I was doing, I was doing for, I don't want to say the wrong reasons, but I I look at it as like more of an experimentation. Let's see if this works for me. Let's see if three meals and two snacks works for me. Currently, I'm at about two large meals a day and maybe some sort of shake or smoothie. That's what works for me. So if I forced myself to stick to three meals a day and two smoothies, I would never have allowed myself that opportunity to evolve because our lives aren't stagnant. I went from teaching full time to now being self-employed and, you know, doing what I do, working six, seven days a week, which I love, but my schedule is very different now. I'm not having to show up and teach kids at 8.30. I mean, I'm having meetings with clients different times of the day, early morning, late afternoon, evening, but that's what I'm saying is your schedule changes, your world evolves. And so you can't expect your approach to nutrition to always be the same lifelong. It's normal for it to change. It's normal for your needs to change. And so 
Asking yourself that question allows you to honor those needs and honor those changes. It doesn't necessarily mean what you were doing in the past was wrong or that you were a failure. Not at all. What I was doing in the past felt like it was working for me. But at the same time, when something doesn't feel right, keeping your options open and looking to see what other people are doing or looking to see what your options are can be really powerful because it allows you that chance to grow, to try something new that, hey, you know what? I wasn't necessarily ready for this six months ago, but now, now I'm in a place where I can say, hey, let's try that. Let's try that for three months and see how that feels. But once again, if you are making those lifestyle changes, overhauling everything you do when it comes to eating and your nutrition is really tough and a really daunting task that this is where I'd say small changes are going to get you far closer to where you want to be than that overhaul where you're like, I no longer eat these 10 things. I only eat at these times. I don't snack and I always have this for dinner. Maybe that'll work for a week. But when that, you know, nutrition cloud pops and bursts and whatever, I mean, no clouds don't do that. But uh, when it dissipates, what's left that is actually something you want to hold on to? So take that time, do that work, try new things, but don't feel like you have to be tied to something forever. You are your own individual and your nutrition should be individual to you, to your life currently. And as your life changes, it's okay for your approach to nutrition to change as well. All right. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Please don't forget you can follow me on Instagram at justget.fit. Or if you are interested in applying for one-on-one nutrition coaching, you can email me at Nikki at justget.fit. Thank you so much. And don't forget to leave a review if you've enjoyed this episode. I would love to hear from you guys. Thank you so much for listening.